one.
afraid. This is a good thing. God is pleased with you and wants to do something amazing for you. So here's what's going to happen. You will give birth to a son called Jesus. He will be great. In fact, he will be called the Son of God. It was a promise, the promise of a baby, of a child who crossed the birth and death, the promise of Abraham that through his family would one day bless the world. The promise would finally come true, and it sounded amazing. Well, Mary had a practical question, very practical. By the process of her day, she was legally promised to be married to a man I'm a virgin. How can I give birth to a son? And quite rightly, Gabriel gave her an answer. A mysterious answer guaranteed to surprise her even further. God's Holy Spirit will come upon you. His power will overshadow you. So your son will be holy too, the son of God. It sounds incredible, I know. But your cousin Elizabeth is having a baby. She's six months pregnant, in fact. And as you know, she's well past childbearing age. For God can do anything. Even something that everyone else thinks is impossible. And with that, just as suddenly as they had come, the angel disappeared. Boom! Now let's sing a bleak in a bleak midwinter. And as we do that, if there's any Josephs out there, please come to the front and stand next to Mar the Marys.
like that, out of nowhere, it was, it was the last thing that Joseph wanted to hear. Mary, the woman he had promised to marry, was expecting a baby, and there was no way the baby was his. What could he do? She had broken her promise, broken the legal engagement that her family had made with him, and worst of all, she had broken his heart. He could have embarrassed her and made a big deal out of what she had done, but Joseph was a good man and a kind man, and he decided to end their engagement, but to do it quietly. But before he could put his plan into action, however, he had a visit from an angel as well. And the angel came to him at night in a dream. Joseph, don't be afraid to marry Mary. She has not been unfaithful to you. The baby she's expecting is there by the power of God's own Holy Spirit. She is going to give birth to a son, and God wants you to call him Jesus, for just as that name means, he will rescue his people from their sins. When Joseph woke up, he did exactly what the angel had told him, and he took Mary as his wife. Joseph was from Bethlehem, the town where King David once lived, so he and Mary had to travel way down south to be counted in the census. It was 90 miles or so, and despite what you may have seen in your school nativity play, they probably had to walk. Sorry little donkey, it can't have been easy. Now, when they arrived, they needed a place to stay. But so did Joseph's other relatives. And by the time they got to Bethlehem, all the nice upstairs rooms where families usually keep their guests were full. So Mary and Joseph had to stay in a downstairs room where the animals were kept for the night. And it was there, among the animals and the straw, that Mary gave birth to Jesus. So she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger. If there are any sheep with us or animals, please come to the front now whilst we sing O Little Town of Bethlehem. i 
when you asked. Help us learn to give and serve no matter what the task. Lord, help us be like Joseph, a man both kind and just. Help us listen when you speak and teach us how to trust. Okay, let's sing away in a manger.
Now, shepherds and angels, it's time for you to gather too. So this is your chance to make your entrance, shepherds and angels. Nearby in the hills outside of Bethlehem, there were shepherds who were guarding their flocks of sheep. The night was still. The stars were shining. All was quiet, apart from the odd, sleepy, bah. And then all of a sudden, that angel appeared again. And the light that surrounded him surrounded the shepherds too. It turned the night bright as white and gave those shepherds an almighty fright. Don't be afraid. The news I bring you is good and it will fill everyone who hears it with joy. Today, in Bethlehem, in David's city, your Saviour was born. That's right, the Messiah the one God promised you, the one you have been waiting for year after year after year. He's here. And this is the sign that points to him. So you will know for sure that you have found him. Look for a baby, wrapped in cloths, fit for a newborn, lying in a manger. And when the angel had said that, a sky full of angels Surrounded him, surrounded him and joined him. A crowd, a multitude of the heavenly hosts. And like an otherworldly choir or flash mob sent from heaven, they shouted out their praises to God. So let's sing with the angels. Hark the herald angels sing.
And as suddenly as they appeared, the angels disappeared. And the shepherds, still shaking their heads, said to one another, So off they went, hurrying, running, racing to the place the angel had revealed to them. And there, when they got there, was Mary and Joseph and the baby, just like the angel had said, in Mary's arms, in the cradle, in the cradle. So the shepherds told Mary and Joseph everything the angel had told them about the baby, how he was the Messiah, God's long-promised one, finally come to his people. And Mary kept those words like a treasure in her heart to wonder and to ponder over in the days and the weeks and the years to come. Then back to the hills, the shepherds went, praising God for all that they had seen and heard. No longer quiet, no longer still, but shouting and singing like angels. And there was a prayer also. Thank you, Lord, for angel songs that shout aloud the Saviour's birth. Show us how to live in the ways that sing again of peace on earth. It's time for our star watchers now and our stars. So as we sing this next song, we want you to come to the front. So if you want to be a star, now is your chance. Come to the front as we sing. We Three Kings.
the star watchers knocked on the door of the palace. The palace of Herod, king of the Jews. And when they were admitted, and when they stood before the king, they gave him news that landed like an explosion on his ears. Can you tell us, please, whether we can find the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star rise in the night sky, and we have come to worship him. It was all that King Herod do to stop exploding with rage. He was the king of the Jews, and he had murdered anyone who tried to take his throne, including members of his own family. Boo. The star watchers, of course, had no way of knowing this. They were not Jews themselves. They were from another country, far away, east of Jerusalem. For God wanted everyone everywhere to know about Jesus, to bless the whole world, just as he had always promised. King Herod sent the star watchers away and immediately gathered every priest and scribe and expert that he could find. Then he asked them one question, and one question only. Where do our holy books say that God's long-promised Messiah will be born? Uh, oh, uh, in Bethlehem, they answered. For the prophet Micah says that even though it is just a little town, out of Bethlehem will come one who will be a ruler and a shepherd of his people. Search for the child, and when you have found him, come back and tell me exactly where he is, because um, I, I want to worship him too, of course. That was a lie. Boo. <laughs> and King Herod knew it. He only wanted to find the child so he could kill him. The Star Watchers didn't know that, of course. So they off they went, following that star to Bethlehem. And when it stopped and rested above a house, they knew they had found the place. Now Jesus was no longer a tiny newborn baby. He had grown up a little bit and he was now a little toddler living with Mary and Joseph in that house. And when the star watchers entered the house, they fell on their knees before him and worshipped him. And they gave him very precious gifts. Gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Gifts fit for a king. And when their visit was finished, did they return to King Herod and tell him where their baby was? No, they didn't. For in the night, God had spoken to them in a dream and had told them of the king's wicked plan. So in the morning, avoiding the palace, they went home by another way. Lord, help us be like star watchers, following your lead, looking for your guidance in every word and deed. As we sing, more of We Three Kings. Let's do 
We've had a lovely time celebrating the Christmas story, haven't we? We have. We do it every year. And we do it for a reason. These events we've been thinking about tonight don't just stand on their own. No, they're part of a much bigger set of events that link back to the beginning of everything and forward to forever. They link back to the creation of the world. When God made men and women to love him and each other and the world that he had created. And they link back to the promise that God made to that nation. That one day he would send them a king like their best king David to set up God's own kingdom for everyone on earth. Jesus, the baby born to Mary, fulfilled all those promises, just as the angel said. Descended from David, he was God's own son, sent to crush the power of evil. But that was just the beginning of the world-changing events that was his birth, because it links forward to the grown-up Jesus who healed the sick, fed the hungry, welcomed the outcasts to show what life in God's kingdom is like. And it links forward to his death, where his sacrifice defeated the power of evil by taking away the shame and guilt and punishment for every wrong thing that anyone would ever do. It also links forward to his resurrection from the dead, where he paved the way for our resurrection. And it links forward to his ascension, where He he reigns at God's side. And it links forward to his coming of his Holy Spirit. Who lives inside everyone who follows Jesus and helps them to live like he did. And finally, it links forward even more, even further still, through 2,000 years of history, to you and to me. And then to everyone to eternity when God will make a new heaven and a new earth where he will be our king forever. Now, it's your chance to come and light a candle, to light a candle as remember Jesus is the light of the whole world. And as you do that, thank God for sending his son Jesus at Christmas time. So uh, we get at your candle, your little light as you came in uh, is now your chance to come up to light that. You'll be helped to do that at the front and you'll be guided forward row by row as well. So um, guide children obviously at this point as well, please. And we're going to sing the song Servant King as the candles are lit.
That's a lovely scene as I look from the front here and see with your candles alight. And uh, thank you for being here with us this evening as we celebrate Jesus and as we've told again the good news of the story of God coming to this earth and uh, bringing us his love and his peace. Uh, we're, going to, uh, we're going to be going in a moment and uh, as you go, yeah, oh yeah, we're going to say happy birthday, of course. We're going to say happy birthday to Jesus. So, over to you. Happy, uh, do you want to stand and sing happy birthday, Jesus? So thank you so much for joining us this evening. 
And we all, all of us at Christchurch, wish you all a very joyful Christmas, hope-filled Christmas, and of course, a peaceful new year. Uh, as you go, there's lots of goodies to take with you, uh, more than I can even remember, uh, but there's, there's all sorts of goodies to take. So the, the people in the foyer will help you to have those as you go. There's mulled wine also, which apparently is raining. So if you'd like um, mulled wine, have that indoors, um, and there may be a chocolate or two or biscuit for the children as well. Uh, can I also um, say a big, big thank you to all the team who put on this, this event, this service, and uh, I'm going to forget, I'm sure, who to say thank you to, but a, a huge thank you to Jeanette, particularly, who's, who's done a lot of the work for this, so let's be, be thanks to Jeanette. Uh, a big thank you to, to Mark over on the, uh, the desk over at the back there and Ian on the desk here for their technical side of things. A big thank you to Andrew and Jake for music. <laughs> and of course a big thank you to our actors and actresses. A whole host of them. Woo! <laughs> and we're going to finish by singing our final carol joy to the world. Let's stand and sing together. quick things to say. First of all, we have a midnight service tonight at 11.15pm. Christmas Day service tomorrow is at 10am. You are all welcome to join us. And let me just say a prayer as we finish, as we go. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you were born as one of us. Come to earth in humility to serve us and to save us. And we praise you this night for all the gifts you bring to us in our lives. So bless us now as we go from this place to serve you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you all. Good to see you. Take care. Have a good night.
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>